0: Hello and welcome to the Mom Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Johnson, creator of the Mom Strong Method and full time holistic health and life coach for working moms and mompreneurs. I give it to you straight. I hold you to being your best self, and I can't wait to help you craft your life into something perfectly imperfect. Tune in each week as I share tips, tricks, and motivation for balancing a family, a job, and trying to get healthy. I'm so glad you're here. So this is the last episode of our four-part series on women's hormones and the menstrual cycle, the amazing power we all hold as women. And I encourage you, if you are just popping in now, to go back and listen to the last three episodes. It will make a lot more sense. I do give you a little more foundational framework, especially in that first episode. So go back and listen to that. And as a reminder, this is for all women. So those on birth control, those off hormonal birth control, those who are perimenopausal, those who are postmenopausal, and even transgender women. So I invite you to really to tune in. And this is the last phase, We're talking about the luteal phase today. And if you're liking this, I do recommend jumping into the free Mom Strong Facebook group and continuing the conversation. Um, especially also follow me on Instagram, jennifer.t.johnson. In my stories, I often share um, what I'm eating per cycle. So you can get us some ideas, food ideas, and be like, oh, that looks really good. Or I might add, you know, this to that or whatever. So I'm always all about the ideas and sharing resources with you also. So join me on there. Um, and today we're going to wrap it up of our fourth phase, the luteal cycle. And my goal, as I've mentioned every episode in this series, is to educate. I am not a doctor. Much of this is taken from Elisa Vitti's um, In the Flow book and Woman Code book, and I recommend getting both of them and starting there. And um, this for me started, kicked off just, you know, over two months ago really, with me going off of hormonal birth control after having read a bunch of books on women's hormones and um, jumping into a couple courses and getting some trainings. And I was like, wow, I really can't ignore the fact that the harm this is doing is more harm than it is worth good of just preventing pregnancy. And there are other ways to do that. And I also encourage you, if you ever went on hormonal birth control for certain symptoms you are having of a deeper rooted issue, which is like heavy or no bleeding, acne, cramps, PMS symptoms, things like that, that is a symptom. It's your body telling you something, saying, hey, yo, sis, something's going on here. And to slap a band-aid on it and completely cut off communication between your brain and your hormones just lets the symptoms sit there. And so I would recommend reading the books, getting educated, asking more questions. And my hope is that when you leave this podcast today, you actually have more questions than answers and you want to learn more about it, because this is really just the tip of the iceberg. So. As I mentioned, this really is for all women. Uh, The first thing you should do if you are off hormonal birth control is to begin by tracking your cycle so you know where you're at. Otherwise, and and some apps I recommend for that are MyFlow app, the Clue app. There's a whole bunch of pen and paper, works great. Or if you are on hormonal birth control, even if you're having a breakthrough bleed, because it's not a true if you're on hormonal birth control and you are bleeding each month, it's not a true period. It's called a breakthrough bleed. It's actually a withdrawal symptom from the synthetic hormones that are in that pill or in that IUD or whatever it is. Um so if you are on hormonal birth control, if you are transgender. If you don't know where you're at in your cycle, you just, it's been so long or so short or anything like that, or you're postmenopausal, you want to lo- use the lunar cycle. And each episode I do talk about where for each of the phase you want to follow the lunar cycle with. And again, this is even if you were on hormonal birth control and quote unquote having a period, it's not a true period. So you really do want to be following the lunar cycle. Cool? So last phase, my loves, the luteal phase. Um, it is 10 to 14 days post. Um, post ovulation so it's just not not 10 to 14 days post ovulation it is post ovulation for 10 to 14 days and lunarly you want to align it with the waning crescent moon and this represents the season of autumn or fall as things are starting to, you know, summer is winding down, things are starting to slow down a little bit. Um, this is a really great, uh, let me talk about the hormones first. So, the hormones, the follicle, the follicle, the follicle from which the egg bursts during ovulation, then releases progesterone to keep the uterine lining thick and ready for, uh, for being fertile, for being fertilized estrogen is still rising in your body again thickening that uterus and if the egg hasn't been fertilized the burst follicle then is reabsorbed and progesterone halts triggering your period so that's kind of how the luteal phase ends is by um, your body going oh the egg that we released was not fertilized they reabsorb that egg and progesterone uh, then halts and triggers your period so this is kind of a, it's like two phases in one almost. When you begin it, you're just coming off of those ovulation hormones. So you might feel really great the first few days of your luteal. And then the next few days, you might really have a bit more of a downward energy turn where you, have, you feel more introspective and you're feeling like you, you know, kind of want to do less and be out less in the world. And that's totally normal with the luteal phase. So this is a really great phase. So remember, if we back it up a little bit. Your um, follicular phase, two phases ago, you were gathering new ideas, you were crowdsourcing, you were asking people for ideas, you were thinking about the new business you want to start or workout you want to start or program you want to join. And then in your ovulatory phase, you took that action. You felt like magnetic and the world was all the green lights were turning for you. And um, and you started taking action. You were out in the world taking action for this. And now with the luteal phase, you've collected the ideas already You've taken some action and now you're actually doing the deep work to make that dream or that idea or that program or that project get finished. So your luteal phase is in preparation for your menstrual phase, when you really shouldn't be doing a lot. You should have been enjoying the fruits of your labor and then able to evaluate during your menstrual phase. So luteal really is for deep work. It's for focusing, for details, for getting things done, tying up loose ends, finishing projects, and putting those ideas that you got in your your follicular phase and that you got started going in your ovulatory phase, putting those to task, finishing them up. Um, and so for your, and for this part of your face is kind of the second half of your cycle. You actually do want to eat more. You need about 250 extra calories because of how your metabolism is shifting. So you want to eat more. That's why around this time, it's you know the PMS symptoms can come up, and you want to eat more. You have cravings. Eat a little bit more. Have some more nutrient dense foods. You want to work out a little bit less intensely because your cortisol in your body is rising. So you don't want to have the stress of a workout, about a high intensity workout, as well as the cortisol naturally rising in your body. So you wanna work out less intensely. So maybe Pilates or yoga. For me, this is when I start transitioning into my deload week for lifting weights, where I lighten up the weights, maybe add a few more reps in, but I'm not going for a PR necessarily during this phase. So your luteal phase begins as a wet phase for sex. And so for that, you actually, because again, you're coming off of ovulation. So naturally you're going to um, create lubricant, but then you go into a dry phase and then you continue in a dry phase in menstruation. So for this, for the first half of the luteal phase, you're um, about halfway there, you're going to your hormones are high, and then they wane before your period. So in the the end part of your of your phase, in your luteal phase, you're actually going to want more foreplay to get more you know to get more into it, a little more slow paced sex, and you're going to want to grab lubricant towards the last part of your to, of this phase. And again, this doesn't mean you're broken. Again, no matter how turned on you are, no matter how good your partner is at foreplay you're just not going to produce the amount of lubrication that you are wanting to because of your hormonal shift. So grab the lubricant, no shame. The next thing food for your luteal is you want things that are rich in B vitamins, calcium, magnesium, and fiber. And the way you want to cook your food is to roast it and bake it. Again, think autumn foods, think like Thanksgiving time and things like that. So start with some brown rice, cauliflower, celery, ginger, garlic, sweet potatoes, chickpeas, um, pine nuts, cod, beef, turkey, mint. So all these foods are really good for you and support you during this part of your luteal phase. If you're doing seed cycling, this is a a cycle that you want to have ground sesame and sunflower. And again, the ground is important because you want to be able to get through that husk of the shell and get the nutrients that are inside of that shell. So just use a coffee grinder, just measure out a tablespoon. And for seed cycling, you really want to have, you know, one to two tablespoons of each seed per day. So um, these, the reason why you want sesame and sunflower is because the lingons in these are less abundant and in sesame seeds, and they help flush out the excess estrogen that may have been created while your body was preparing to have a fertilized egg. And that they're high in zinc, which helps promote that progesterone, that calming, that um, really mood-stabilizing hormone. And the selenium and sunflower seeds supports liver detox. And again, estrogen can really build up in the liver, and that's where we see a lot more bodily issues that travel through because your liver can't do its job. It has an excess, excess of estrogen. So the selenium and sunflower seeds supports that liver detox, and the vitamin E helps to maintain healthy progesterone levels. And then as we wrap up our four phase here, my biggest thing is just start tracking, start being aware, grab a pen and paper or a journal or a note on your phone or however you want to do it, grab your tracker and just note, how is my energy? What do I want to be eating? How am I sleeping? How do I want to move? And this is usually, I mean, for me, before I understood it, it was the most frustrating phase. Because you come off of ovulation where you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm a goddess and I shine and the world is amazing. And you just glow and you can talk really well and you just feel great. And then you start sliding into the luteal phase where you're just like, if you're a go, go, go achiever person like me, you're like, what's going on? You know, two weeks ago, I nailed that workout. And now I'm just dragging through it and it's horrible. And this is normal. And once you understand it, you can go, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing a crazy intense workout. I'm not supposed to be eating lots of salads. I'm not supposed to be wanting less food. In the first half of your cycle from follicular to ovulation, you actually can eat less because your metabolism is slower. So that's a great time. Again, if you're focusing on weight loss goals, that's when you'll see the scale really move. And then in the luteal and menstrual phases, you do wanna eat a little bit more. Not, Don't go crazy, right? But if you support yourself by eating some of these rich in B vitamin foods and magnesium and fiber, and you have some really good foods like that, your cravings will be less, but you do need a little more food. So eat a little bit more. And you can work out less intensely and still see weight loss on the scale. What people do is they will push themselves through their entire luteal and menstrual phase, which adds a ton of stress to your body and your body goes, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed out. I am not gonna release any of this fat. And you actually create more fat because your body is saying, I need to store this because we are stressed to the max. Whereas if you start aligning your foods and especially your movement, and you start to scale it back a little bit, then your body's like, oh, we already have enough cortisol. We're not adding more cortisol stress through heavy workouts hmm, okay, cool, I feel safe, I can release things, and you're nourishing me in a way that feels good. I'm actually getting a little more calories because your metabolism is higher. And this is all based on female hormones and science, y'all. It's not like just woo-woo stuff, this is true. And so I really encourage you, especially if you are on a weight loss journey wanting to lose weight or um, gain more muscle or any of those, to really tune in and hone in on your luteal phase um, and really aligning your movement with that phase. So again where are you gonna start what are you gonna do are you gonna add some seeds to your diet are you going to start cooking a little bit differently are you gonna you know buy the in the flow and woman code book and start applying more of the foods are you gonna adjust how you interact with your partner with sex you're gonna grab lubricant instead of just trying and trying and trying to get wet because it's just not gonna happen my friends are you going to eat more are you going to work out less intensely what are you going to do during these phases and think about something small that you can do and continue the conversation. Come hang out with me in the Free Mom Strong Facebook group. I would love to support you. Let me know how I can do that. Um, And don't forget, grab your free habit tracker. It's not too late to start tracking these things. So maybe for you, it's like, did I have my seeds today? Check, check, check. Um, And you can use the habit tracker for that. There's a link in the show notes. You can join the Free Mom Strong Facebook group. I'm gonna keep hammering that in. I wanna talk to you, I wanna get to know you, I wanna support you in this journey. Come and join me. And as always, you can find me at jennifer.t.johnson on Instagram or on Facebook, Jennifer Tiggis Johnson. And remember, you're mom strong. You're not meant to be normal or average or perfect. You are meant to be exceptional in your own way. As always, I am here for you in your corner, cheering you on and believing you in you, even before you believe in yourself. Massive love to you.